2: Dick Toledo here, and you've found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcastone.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at chapmandodge.com.
1: You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep that's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days, happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at chapmandodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.
3: Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley's in the chair. You got Big Dick Toledo rolling through. Uh, Starting off another perfect Friday. Hold on. There we go. Absolutely beautiful outside if you want to get out there. Uh, It's still going to be 100 today, but nobody cares anymore because the mornings are spectacular. 100 is fine. Yeah, whatever. 100's better than 110, better than 115. It's awesome. Uh, Yeah, just go stand in it. I went to Action Ride Shop yesterday and hung out with the guys over there and the bikes and stuff and uh, looking, and I'm like, oh, man. They're talking about morning rides, which we can't do. We're going to go out tomorrow about 6.30. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, It's just perfect outside. Brett does
4: at uh, 4.30 in the morning.
3: Brett likes to ride. Get out. He brings his bike Ride to work uh, every once in a while, but you know you have to wake up for it. I can't do that. I can't get up any earlier than when I get up. It's very rare, but man, oh man, is it nice out. Again, uh perfect for the the hopefulness of this day, but by the way, the hopefulness hopefulness gets dashed immediately if you open your internet or your phone or anything like that. Cuz it's like COVID-19 versus 911, which is worse. Oh, oh, I was I started my day with just a kind of a nice smile on my face and then, yeah, now I've got this. Here's a firefighter who was in 911, barely made it. Now has COVID-19. I'm like, oh, all right, you're going to combine everything awful today. Also, attacked by the Klan. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> yeah, let's add Jeez. more social warrior garbage. It's just awful. It was, uh, it's tough. So yeah. Breaking to- news, there's a
4: mosquito on his arm. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Malaria. <laughs> He's got malaria. Ebola has transferred over to a former 9-11 firefighter with COVID. It's just the worst. Like they, if they can find something to make you feel terrible, they will. Today is just rough. Yeah, it's the 19th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. Uh, which is a great, you know, thing to remember when everybody else feels like uh, the current day stinks something mighty. They were they were doing a thing last night on the internet. Uh, the, uh, one of the news things I was looking at comparing deaths, uh, you know, by some sort of, uh, you know, population of the World Trade Center versus COVID versus uh, New York City because New yeah. York City's got like thirty thousand people have died from COVID, and then there was three thousand that died in the World Trade Center. So they're like, if the World Trade Center was its own city at the time. They might have had like 25,000 people inside the building. 3,000 died. And then you got, you know. How many tur- out? And then they're yeah. like, here's the percentage. It's almost exactly the same. So 9 11 and COVID are the same as what they were saying. And I'm like, well, that's nice. I was looking at them as a little bit different, but thanks for the uplifting spirit. Like, great job doing the math on that one or even coming up with this. You know what we should do? We should find out if the percentages are exactly the same as this. Death is fun. And so there's like a five-minute story about this Did whole thing. Did they
4: abbreviate it like a baseball term?
3: <laughs> the death part? Yeah. Like they like got you, the, the, D, the D... Yeah. Uh, it was the DPE, the deaths per <laughs> event.
4: <laughs> the
0: DPE
3: yeah, on the this The DPE sh- is... Well, I mean, yeah, the DPE of COVID is ridiculously good. But it's, you know, it's a longer story. COVID is... COVID can go the distance. 9-11, it was uh, Mariano Rivera of uh, death attacks. It was... Uh, you're in, you're out. It was over. It was very fast. He's a closer. I didn't want to talk about that. I want to hear that last night. I'm like, God, I'm going to bed for crying out loud. This can't be the last thing I see. So uh, then I watched highlights of the football game. I didn't watch all of because who did? Why? Could, who? Nobody could have sat through that mess. One thing I do know is
4: I watched majority of it.
3: Whatever brewed in Andy Reid's face mask is worse than COVID nineteen. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that is, but he. I, I've been thinking about maybe the face mask thing instead of the actual, you know. Yeah. uh I guess well, the shield. I guess the face shield, not the mask. You just
2: need some rainex, like they were saying last night. <laughs>
3: yeah, the dude was just that gushing into that. Goo. <laughs> oh, the smell inside that. So I've been thinking about the shield over the mask, like thinking maybe the shield's a better idea. But Megan talking about that. I'm like, that's probably. Let's think about that. Like she, I think she ordered one because at the the gym she goes to. They don't let you work out without a mask, and that gets hard. And you and that's you know all of them uh, tactical black in the group classes. You have to wear a mask and work out. You'll get through it, but it does change things. Like I climb the stairs here sometimes. I forget. I'll jog upstairs if I got that mask on. By the top step, I'm like, <laughs> I'm half breathing because I've got this cloth over my face.
4: Kirby school the whole time. You gotta <laughs> you have to have it on.
3: Isn't that weird? Yeah, because at restaurants don't do that. They let you take them off when you sit down. But, but in school, supposedly the catch
2: behind that at restaurants is that they're distancing you well, so
3: when you take uh, off your mask. That's, so school's just like regular. Yeah. Look, oh, I wow. just
4: told Brett this morning they talked about <laughs> restaurants. Now, of course, they're saying that is the the most the the breeding ground for the COVID. well, sure. Because you have to lower the mask yeah. in order to
1: eat drink.
3: Right. Anytime yeah. you're and in it. I'm like, I don't want to hear this. Every no time thing. you're doing stuff yeah, with yeah. it off, you're supposedly uh, pushing it around. But yeah, That I, game
2: uh, last night even. I mean, th- there were clusters of people. There There was only 15,000. There's the weird
3: game, rules uh, in the NBA, too. Like, you look at that and you're like, the clusters. Yeah. And the NBA has a thing where if the coach has his mask off, the two coaches behind him have to have theirs on. Yeah. And then sometimes, like, Mike D'Antoni's is always on, so the two coaches behind him don't have to have theirs on. The players hardly ever have them on. They're spaced out as best they can space out, but... Yeah. That, uh,
4: did you see the bracelet that they wear? uh uh-uh. They have this bracelet that detects
3: COVID? Yes. What?
4: It's um high tech. It, it'll detect I, I caught the tail end of it, but it if someone has it or you passed by it, it'll pick up the uh the virus. Well, the new iPhone iOS
0: is. iOS does that too. It's it, if if you allow it to, it, it it'll yeah, basically it'll say if you've you. been hanging around somebody yeah, that has it. Yeah, yeah, no kidding.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. So the players are and the staff are wearing oh, those bracelets. Yeah, actually I've seen like that. that a
3: lot better. I've seen the one that makes it so you can, uh, yeah, like it'll say it looks hey, like the, the, the contract kind of. tracing yeah saying, contact yeah. tracing it'll say okay this guy near you has had this within the." okay yeah i've seen that i thought it was like detecting who has it i'm oh, like no. well, this is magical yeah. we'll, we'll be fine yeah i didn't I, everything's changing so fast who knows but yeah that thing in mandy andy reed's mask whatever was gushing and glunking out of that was disturbing it was he, the
4: perfect storm last night because the temperature was low was humid but does he not see
3: it or want to wipe it off I know. It got up. It got to I his think eyes. He liked it because
4: it can't see his mouth. Again, okay. You know? He can't see blood anything. Blood and he blood has blood. to it had
3: to be so humid and nasty in there, so ugh, that was gross. And then the Chiefs just became the Chiefs and kicked the tar out of the Texans right there in front of seventeen thousand screaming fans at Arrowhead, which was that had to be interesting. How do you get tickets for that? I don't know. I started to wonder, what like Alex was asking, me. you get how, how in the world, like season ticket holders for Arrowhead are seventy thousand strong. Yeah. So, so what was are you pick and choose first? your high end? Well,
4: they could it was have a done a lottery. It like, I
3: think. Yeah. Oh, was it? Oh, okay.
4: Well, let me find I know one. in the college side, like a high state went yeah. to the season ticket holders and said, based upon how many no that you have, like if you have a pair, you can buy one tickets ticket you you get, get two tickets oh. and then if you defer that then it goes into the whole pool. other season ticket yep. holders so those my guess would be those are the people that actually wanted to attend the game that was still under the number that since uh Arrowhead was what 78,000 is 70,
0: yeah but yeah, 75 like yeah
4: so they probably put a quarter of the uh, um 20,000 people in there maybe
3: yeah i don't it's, it's they
4: said there's about 15,000 or a little over there yesterday.
3: Yeah, the whole thing is just flat out uh, strange to watch. But yeah. then I
4: guess if you clarify this is your group, then you can stay in that group. That's how it had to work because there were p- packs of eight people yeah. together, or you know, yeah. And, we'll and then see. you saw people wandering over. Uh, to that's the what other. I was
3: thinking. I would have done that. i have been like, okay, I can't see very good from here. I'll just wander over to this section. Hey, there's Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't have wandered to other people. I'd have watched the game. But it looked like that's what they were doing. I'd have traveled. I'd have gone up and down the field watching them go, if I can get better angles and see. You could, you, the stadium would have been yeah. yours.
4: Who in the world is still up in the upper deck?
3: They were up there. Not I know. many, but there were a couple up there. It is actually not a bad view if you get the fifty yard line. You want to get the bird's eye of everything and see the whole field. If you're in a good seat and you don't want to get crammed in a corner but wow yeah it was weird to watch it was just a, yeah i kind of liked it and then the game was a drag so and that was the suckiest part is that oh you know football starts off it starts off okay and then before you know it it's 31 to 7 and it's just garbage time and
4: did you see at the end uh andy Reid's, you know the dewy face mask two minutes left or a minute left. It's gone.
3: He took it off? He took it yeah, off. Took it, it was off. only for when he was, when it he was, was barking. A, it
4: was like a visor.
3: It was up over his head. <laughs> yeah.
4: Then why bother? <laughs> like, him? A welding, like a welding because mask. he's screaming out plays the
3: whole time. And now he doesn't have yes. Now he's just talking <laughs> casually. You can only catch COVID when you're loud. Or, or not it, in
0: the last two minutes of a game, right, you know, that, yeah.
3: Then it goes away. And the COVID's like, all right, you guys did it. You got me for for fifty seven point three. Uh, I'm going to go home now. Did they pump in
0: uh, crowd mm-hmm. noise to the? Okay, I wasn't sure because I was at I was at an appearance at Mavericks last night, and I yeah. was kind of watching with the sound off. But now
3: I will say this: the the crowd that uh, they didn't pump in was the booze for the anthem stuff, which surprised me because I thought people would sit on their hands and go, "All right, just let them go." No, that crowd was loudly booing both the, uh, the uh, display for the national anthem, and then the black national anthem, which played also. I skipped that, but I watched the highlights of it, and they, on ESPN, ignored the fact that it was booed, but very much so on an internet thing I saw that they said, wow, no, the people at Arrowhead, and it's Kansas City, it's the heart of America, they're going to be, they booed loudly as 17,000 people to say, hey, we, and it wasn't a booing of them protesting, it was a booing to say, get this off our field. We don't care what you guys think is essentially what they're – so you can be play socially football. active. We just want you to play. And they don't like hearing that. And I still don't understand that in this day and age when you have more options to get your word out than ever before, uh, why you wouldn't listen to the fans if they start booing that thing to say, look, we get it. we'll play the anthems and everything else. Just stop with the politics. Use your Twitter feed. Use your Facebook. Use all your personal stuff to do that. You have a voice. If you're Tyreek Hill and you've got, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand followers or whatever, there you go. That's it. And I get the protest, but man, when the fans start booing like that, that was loud. And it was only 17,000 people. And I didn't watch the beginning of the game or any of the pregame because the one minute I did start watching, they were talking about, you know, people dying and all this. I'm like, I'm not, I can't, yeah. it's not why I turn to sports. Yeah. And that's, I, people don't understand that. It has nothing to do with your personal feelings. If you're a person that says, no, they should protest, they should kneel, it's they they, fine. But I also sit back and say, I don't turn to sports for that. I got enough of that in my life. I don't turn to sports for that. So if they want to do that, I'm checking out on that part. I'll, I'll see you when the game starts. And for some reason we've got this monothought into that that type of opinion that I have meaning I don't care. And that's just not the case. I do care. I don't turn to my sports for political or for statement driven agendas. You can have the statement. You can make your you can, you know, do some sort of a thing on the field, but just because I tune it out doesn't mean I don't care. I just don't go to football for that. I really don't. And I don't, and I think most people don't. I don't think anybody in this room's like I can't wait to watch the protest I want to hear what they have to say. I know that Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes are going to fix this. It's just we just don't. We, I, I, we're all kind of interested from a an outsider, almost peeping Tom way of looking in, going, "Ooh, what's this going to do?" Rather than anything having to do with why they're actually doing it. What?
4: Yeah. What is the? Uh, I mean, the protest. I understand the awareness it brings. Uh, there, sure. there might be a problem. There might be some bad police officers still out there. Let's get them out. Get that. But you won't um, ever do but, that. But how? No, that's impossible. I'm just trying. That's what I'm trying. You're to You're saying what's out. the
3: end game? Yeah. No one knows. The end game is please stop it. And I yeah. told, everybody's in, and yes. I don't mind in the end zones. It's saying end racism. We all we're all in it together. 100 percent right. That couldn't I don't be know, more I, right. I think it's affecting policing because you're already
2: starting to see videos where where cops do something and you got nine cameras on them yeah. because everybody whips out well, their that's phone been going on and then the whole you. But what I'm saying is the police officer. Then you can tell that they. Maybe aren't, aren't stopping what they were going to do, yeah. but they're asking for more uh, help on their side. Yeah. Like I saw a video last night where a guy was in Pittsburgh, yeah. and he, was, he stopped a protester. And this protester, of course, what did I do? What did I do? And as much as he's right, the police officer's right, too, yep. in, in commanding you to, to do something.
3: Yeah, he has, a, he has to do his job. He, he has to get has
2: off to the, do the state, his job. Uh, street to
4: let through. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this. Through.
3: I know a lot of cops, and I've talked to a few of them. And uh, it, they are all kind of worried. They're good yeah. people. Yep. Like the, the cops I know are not the cops that are running around. That's ah, you know, a lot of them are. are and I'll tell you this: to a man, all of them are like, I don't know what that dude was thinking in Minnesota. Yeah, with his knee on that guy's neck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. Every one of them. And they're like, uh, but now you know, if you try to detain, you can't do the chokehold anymore. You can't do stuff. And and you know, when bad guys start going off. You now – the one cop told me, he said uh, – I was talking to him just last night, in fact. He said the scary part is we have to be so careful in a fight for our lives where the other guy has no rules. And he said, and sometimes you're in a fight for your life. And the camera comes out, and the next thing you know, you put a guy in a chokehold because he was going to do something to you, and chokeholds aren't, aren't uh, legal. You can't do those anymore. So now you're, now you're running the risk of going to jail as Man. a police officer for the rest of your life if the guy yeah. dies. And he's like, I'm just, I'm just out. And the one cop I talked to yesterday, like, I'm out. I'm done. And I'm like, man, I've heard that from other people. He goes, there's so many of us right now that are done. And he said, and it's not because we don't want we, – we're passionate about the job. It's not because we want to hurt people. I want to go home at night. And they're saying that. They're and like, look, when you, when you stack the cards against us and, – and look, I get the other side too that there's bad you know, situations. But he said, when you stack the cards against us and somebody who wants to do bad – To us, And we have to go, well, you can't grab him by this, and you can't hold this, and this guy's ready to go, uh, and the only option, you're going to cause more shootings. And he's like, and I'm just not doing it. And so the the one dude I talked to yesterday is like, I'm done. At the end of this year, I retire. And there's probably nine others that he knows immediately that are quitting because they've been in it for 20, you get the full pension, and there's no reason to continue this. And it's weird because there's – look, there's tons of great cops out there that are doing the job properly, and that's the problem we have. It's just all so polarized – whether or not they're good or bad. Well, and, and it was scary. A- Talking to these guys is not easy right now because they just look like oh, they're, they're just defeated. Haggard. Yeah. And
2: that's why, it, to me, when this whole thing started, it was like, well, it, you've weaponized the cops against us. All the cops, are, it, yeah. it's no longer a community police force. <clears throat> its You've been trained to, that the public is your enemy. Well, now it's the opposite. The public has been trained that the police yeah. are the enemy.
3: And there are certain and that situations, can't be situations that where they way. are, but it isn't. The, yeah, it can't be this black and white. It can't be that way. It can't yeah. be this polarized. My, the, the guy I talked to yesterday said he went to a call the other day where there was a group of four or five guys at a park, and they were... Uh, Going at it with a group of another group of guys, and it's a well-known area for like gang activity. It was over by like seventeen and 25th Avenue or something. Yeah. It's not a it's not an area that they're they're comfortable going into when you get a call saying, "Hey, we got a a group of ten guys on this side and a group of ten guys on this side, and we know that they're not happy." They showed up, and these guys were uh, a lot of them were armed, but they were going to scrap. And the second the cops got there, the two groups that were going to fight joined together against the cops. Not that they were going to fight them, but bowed up like we're not doing anything what are you guys doing here hey, it's like, we got created unity we got a call right and that's what that's a, <laughs> the best thing they did is that they united the the gangs but basically once they got there it's like there was three of them three cops showed up or four it was three cars i guess so it was like six guys so we had three uh, cars so i guess that would be six because you can't travel alone so six dudes get out against probably 12 15 other guys and they're then they got no rules and they're like we got to break you guys up here and he said, and, got, and he said, I got scared. He, and he told me, he said I've yeah, it never been like scared. Looks
4: everything's fine here. I'm going to get my cruiser yeah. and. That's uh, what back he said.
3: He me. said I've never been afraid to be a police. He mm-hmm. said I'm scared mm-hmm. to death. He said I don't, I don't know what to think. Like there's people who aren't afraid or or uh, respectful of the authority that we represent. Not that we're going to, you know, walk up and push it around. He said some guys do, and that's the other thing. A lot of those cops say some guys do. And he goes, and it's not as easy to just tattle on them as you think. It's because it's got to go up five or six different levels of, hey, I think this guy's getting a little out of, right. uh, you know. And you file a report, and then papers go to this guy, and then the, and he's like, ah, we haven't seen any evidence of it. Now, you just, now you're now you just the tattle. And you're the dick. And you're the dick. Yeah. And, and it goes dick. back to you. like, yeah. who told him? He's like, I know it was you. Yeah. And now the cops are, it's, it's we're in a mess. And there's no real true communication. I admire people who want to protest and say I think something's wrong because so do I. But the sports thing, when Arrowhead booed, man, oh, man. That speaks volumes for a lot, and I don't know what to expect with that coming up. It's going to be strange, but
0: I mean, I've told you guys this before. I'm like my cousin's husband. He's a, he's a cop. He's a Chicago police policeman, and he he's like I'm I'm done after this says yeah. I'm getting my 20 and I'm out. And his whole family's been cops their entire yeah. time because I
3: can't do anything.
0: I have yeah. to go out. I'm no pun intended. I'm out there. I'm handcuffed. Yeah. I can't do
3: anything. My buddies uh, in Chicago was telling me that his neighbor's a cop mm-hmm. and he's quitting. Yeah, and in Chicago, especially oh, worried yeah. because uh, they said that there's a two groups, either side, Republican and Democrat. Those fringe loony groups are sitting there, and they're they're sending out open letter threats, basically, to say if this happens yep. in the election, we will do this, and yep. both sides have a plan to burn stuff up and go nuts and try to antagonize the law enforcement and antagonize the government to send in National Guard and make they're, a bigger they're thing.
2: They're trying to stoke a civil yeah.
3: war that's really not how there. Is that,
2: how is that happening?
3: I don't know. How is that in, 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 our, in our mouths? Even a thought. And, yeah, and the mm-hmm. fact that we're saying it, it's like, that can't be. No. I just don't want that to be real. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cruddy. And then here we are. I was trying to talk about football, but look where it goes. And I guess yeah. that's what people want. But it's. I think it's working the other way because I'm – I don't know. I just I like watching it last night. I didn't want him to boo it. I just want it to stop. I want it to be a social media thing. I want people to have a message on your helmet or whatever. Stop playing the national anthem. I know that sounds stupid. I have two uh, uh, two people I know that uh, uh, one is uh, uh, half black, and I don't know what the other half is. Never knew what the black national anthem was. My other black friend had no idea that there was a black national anthem, and they're like, and, and even to his credit, he's like, dude. I don't get that one either. He goes, fine, play it, but I don't get that one either. I don't know what that does other than piss people off. And I'm like, that's a really mature way to say that because it does. It just makes people feel like, wait a second, you know. Don't we want unity? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the opposite. And he said, that's just designed to piss people off. That's designed to try to weed out the bad guys. But the people booing aren't bad guys. The people booing are the ones saying, I don't turn to football for this. I want out of this. And football players are human, and that's fine, but. You've got an outlet, so it's tough. And I know we had that guy on the phone yesterday that said, ah, "I'm taking a break from the NFL. I'm just done with the politics." And I understand it. I understand both sides. That's the crazy part. I get it. But it's just infiltrating. They did three hour uh, pre games yesterday. I tuned in two times, and both times it was about dead people. You know, this, is, this is brutal. I don't need. To. And that's why I used to hate ESPN. I started hating ESPN because Chris Berman. Remember my joke with Chris Berman was always like, "Right before we get to the headline." We have a little boy in Rochester who was born with no arms and no legs, and he's on the wrestling team. Yeah. And then they would try to do this touching story about – Tear side. jerkers. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want my, my tears jerked.
1: And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
3: I want my balls jerked. I don't want to, I don't like feel good stories during that. I go, when I turn to feel good stories, I want it to be a feel good story on America's Got Talent or something stupid like that. I don't care about, he's blind and he has his two eyeballs on his chest that don't work, but they're huge and he can't be touched. And yet he still plays basketball for his team in Rochester.
4: It's like uh, ESPN's. Teamed up with Hallmark yeah. every year
3: before the pre Every
4: show, and then the Super Bowl is two weeks. I worth. go
3: to a <laughs> Bryant Gumbel's show on HBO. Yeah, for the occasional tearjerker, because that's where they live. Yeah. I get it. Oh, those man. are, and they'll nail you a couple yeah. of times. I want those sixty minutes. Will give me a tearjerker stories about. But ESPN, you don't need unless it's you know. And there's been a couple of good stories like that Cincinnati Bengals guy whose uh, daughter was sick, and he yeah. fought. And fought yeah. He ended up getting cut. Yeah. Nobody talks about him anymore, so it was never because they cared. It was because the ratings are great when you see a sick girl and her humongous dad trying to make the Cincinnati Bengals, and then the dude doesn't make the team after a couple of years. I don't know if he's still in the league bouncing around or not. No, but, but the it's fact d- that
4: the team chipped in and, Yeah, oh, it was, know, it it was a beautiful
3: yeah. moment, but it was at least that was football-related. right? you, you got to keep him on for two more weeks. Right, right. You, gotta, you can't cut this guy. We look yeah. like assholes. <laughs> Just did a big story about how awesome it is. We cut him. He's out of work. He's got to go back to selling car insurance. So, yeah, it was, it's, I don't know, it, it, there's there's so much of it that's just gotten so entertainment-based beyond just the game. And I forget who said it, but the day he said the day that football lost its way is the day they had a red carpet for a football event and started to ask the players when they turned it into an entertainment show. Oh, it's Caliendo, because he's like, it was the guy from Fox that said, we're going to make everything football like the Oscars. And you stand outside and go, all right, who are you wearing? To Ezekiel Elliott. And you start making them feel like they're, you know, they're beyond what their football thing is, and you've turned it into an entertainment show. And it's always been an entertainment show, but it's never been like this. So, and that now it's just lost its way completely. I don't know what it is. It's half and half. Now it's, we got the WWE. Um,
4: there's a new segment on Saturday, or no, it'll be on Sunday morning pregame. Um, Collinsworth's son interviews players. I think his name is Zach.
3: Oh, he does for what? It's Zach
4: uh, interviewing the marquee player of the week. But nobody's so sick or dying. So he's, or anything. Uh, no. Well, I can handle a, that. That's, yeah. seen,
3: that's good. I'll take that. It's Zach and Zeke this Sunday. That's great. Okay. It's a guy talking to a football player about football. Yeah. Okay. I can handle that. Yeah. How now, much football are they going to talk exact, about? So that's there you go. Is Zach going to go questions? talk to Zeke about everybody who died this year? Yeah. If you're an animal, what would you be? Beautiful. Dumb interview. <laughs> A, a surface, crap, dumb interview. Yes, give me that. Phyllis George that used to go, I understand you can sing, Terry. I'll give it a try. And then you yeah. would do something. Cats were these are of... living together, and it's just the craziest world. Thanks, Terry Bradshaw. Well, we learned a lot about Terry today. We never got deep into these guys' minds. Again, it's like the old podcast I want to do. All Your Heroes Are Assholes. You don't want to know their thoughts. You don't want to know these people's deep inner selves. You've taken the fourth wall down. You're finding out that they're people... I never wanted them to be people. I wanted them to be uniforms with a name and represent representing like heroic feats in sports. I didn't want to know their. That's why it's always so disappointing when they when they become people. You, know, you see them out and doing normal stuff like oh they're they're a Tony Romas for God's sakes they like ribs that's weird I didn't want to see that when Steve Berline came in with Neil Lomax came in with two canes and could barely move and it depressed me mm-hmm. I'm like I don't want to see these heroes broken down I yeah. want to see them as Pillars of strength, and I don't know.
4: I just want to see highlights of Earl Campbell running. Yes, and oh. packages
3: of sausage. Don't show me Earl Campbell's <laughs> hands anymore. Stop it. Stop that. <laughs> I just want Earl Campbell to be what I remember him as, and that's yes, that's selfish and everything else. But I, that's how I feel. That's how I want it to be. Don't. Or, if you click on an Earl Campbell picture right now, that's well, not
2: coming up. Oh, damn God
3: it. damn no. it! Give it up to Alan, Chris, though, for uh, talking about
4: uh, Odell Beckham's poop story. Did, uh, yeah, no, yeah. Actually, they, did. They, that's
3: one thing <laughs> that they avoided.
4: I got to tell you, Al, I, uh, I, I Al, enjoy that.
3: Al, this is a runaway right now, Al, and I'll tell you, have you seen anything having to do with that Odell Beckham poopy story? Miracle! <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, uh, they'll never talk about that, or ever. But
4: It's amazing how far that went, and now you see he laughed at the story, Odell, Yeah, and then well, his girlfriend posts something like... And she pooped on him? No, she's doing a hair flip and basically telling the girl like, "I've never had to that." Do means like that I've never had, yeah, means nothing. I know. Yeah, and beyond that, but the like, girl tells a story. I forgot that she the girlfriend could be pooping on him. The girl who is a uh, dirty whore. Yeah, yeah, who is now Chief Keef's girlfriend.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> I didn't moving know on up. Yeah. yeah, she poops on Chief. Well, she said she never pooped before. She
4: she, she didn't do it. He no. just. She said the last thing is he asked her to film that and pooping, she even, herself yeah. pooping and she did yeah. that she said she did oh, a so sexy this video is never about her pooping on him no we've, we've that just that taken that and happened. run with it yep well, oh my in god. in the video
3: she does say he wants the dirty poopies and then that she did a sexy video she couldn't do it she not
4: further. Yeah, she then. didn't have she a dump they're both ready. requests
3: she did the video yeah she did the poopy video she said i sexied up a video of me pooping because the other girl goes you did that and she goes oh yeah and i made it sexy how do you make that sexy there is nothing sexy about dropping a deuce ah I don't know. Yeah, and you wear your crotchless panties backwards, <laughs> and it comes out the thing. I don't know either, but yeah, she did the video for him. That was what she said. I don't know if she ever actually pooped on him, but she flew out dirty to try and poop on him, and yeah. then just couldn't. But it's not an it's it's a real thing. People do yeah. it, and it's look if there's Odell Beckham's not the only NFL player uh-huh. that has no. been pooped on. No, Dale Ellistray talks about it all that's the time. All I was
4: thinking about if I'm Chief Keefe and the girlfriend's talking about her ex-boyfriend on <laughs> that story. He's like, What's that saying about me or yeah.
3: well, Chief Keefe doesn't think that way.
4: No. He's like this. <laughs> Chief is great.
3: Like, yeah, well, i yeah, just he'll gonna say another, another girl's not pooping on people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll, I'll get one I'll get a broad that can't yeah. if Chief that Keef, won't run her Chief, mouth. If like, Chief Keith's like
3: honey, you embarrassed me. I don't it. think he says that a lot. I mean, get out of my house, you dirty ass hoe. You known the browns, what are you doing? And bragging about it. That's a story I'd keep to myself. I don't know what's worse, him wanting to be pooped on or her being a whore <laughs> and doing, doing it. it you yeah, know? If it was I Brett mean, Brett called me up and it. said, "Dude, send me a picture of your sexy poops." I might do it, <laughs> like as a joke to Brett, and then I tell a story. Brett asked for sexy poops, and I gave him one, and then he said, "Come over and poop on me." And I went over there because I was going to crap on Brett because that's funny, and uh, then I just couldn't muster it up. I would do that, sure. Well, thanks. Yeah, I, I appreciate that being there I, for but, me. But, yeah, but I'll it's, give uh, it a try because it's not illegal, <laughs> and it's not like a bad. Maybe it is like deep down there's some legalities there, but. For the most part, it's kind of hilarious. But, uh, you know, later on at dinners when I'm sitting with Brett in a uh, mixed company, I'm not going to go, well, <laughs> yeah. you know what uh, Brett and <laughs> yeah. I did one time? Unless those people are like, anybody got any great pooping on each other stories? Hey, Brett, that's us. We're Co-ink-a-dink. up. Let's take the You're stage. on. Yeah.
0: Can you get COVID from poop? Oh, yeah. Oh, so. You can I, get I-, I hope more she than was that. tested ahead of time
3: because there goes, <laughs> that, there goes the be NFL the least now. Of your worry. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's two players for the Rockets that were banging a COVID tester. Yeah, which is just hilarious because you know they're they're all about these NFL, the nba and the nfl players are taking this so seriously and being so and then the covid tester got nailed by a couple and then uh they got caught you know banging around with her and now yeah they're tested but isn't she the safest one like she's like got, that's the first like, thing yeah. i read in that i'm like she's yeah. gotta be the most safe she's the there. safest one to bang anyway the whole world's upside down it's crazy uh at and again uh the butthole puckering of Brett continues as he was leaning in Tripp's office door yesterday. you got to just be – you've got to relax, take a breath, make it no big deal, but Tripp was calling him a pussy when I walked by because he's not – I thought you said you were going to try and play terror, and you ended up going with – and I walked by, and I'm like, you can't lose with birth, Rich. Well, we played that yesterday, that wake-up song. And he goes, yeah, but Brett was a pussy because he didn't pick the one he would have normally picked. So that's what you do that's today. It's a no
0: win situation. So that's what you do then. It's a no win situation. Shoot your own
3: bullets. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Shoot your own bullets. We need another wake up song. Take the best, worst loss there yeah. then. As the battle between Brett and Trip starts, and it's, and it's strong. And you're, you can't be afraid. All right. You can be afraid a little bit. I'm, I'm, but don't do, be. Yeah, you I'm, do overnights for 15 years. Yeah, Tell I'm, me. I'm not worried about your overnights. You're in the sunshine. I mean, now. Yeah, Act the, like you've been there.
2: That that <laughs> argument is getting yeah. weaker and weaker. No, every, every, single day, every
3: single day. Every single day you the watch truth. the sun come up. Your your overnight weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you just appreciate what you got. <laughs> day at a time, Brett. Yeah. Day at a time. Step off of the treadmill and take a look back and say, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot my own bullets. That's Listen, funny. Saigon boy, you're gone. You got you got airlifted out. <laughs> By the way, is Mark Randall here early? Yes. To, yeah. For the, to, to to lower the flag I to half mast. So. Wow. That's dedication. Good man. Because we're the only ones in Flag Central because we've got a yep. lot of flags at the buildings around us. We're the only ones half.
2: Well, credit to him for Good being a military Randall.
3: guy that recognizes no, that kidding. before the sun comes up. Well out. done, Randall. Yeah. And LGE and uh, even the National Guard, their flag's full.
2: Well, how come Mark doesn't take our little cranky crank over there to LGE and do yeah. them a favor?
3: Yeah. Well, they might be on some they sort of a, a different, different system. Crank. They might have an actual they have electric have a one. Yeah, ours have a ours one. is definitely. <laughs> Uh, not the better pole. The
4: guy's got a phone app. They got they can do it pole. from there. Yeah. Oh, oh
3: man, that's pretty completely. cool. Completely pretty cool.
4: Well, they're a design <laughs> does the group. Phone- does the
2: phone play the national anthem? Yeah. Oh, oh, if you I want that, it,
3: if you God, want damn it. it, that's beautiful. LG a design group. I guarantee you that pole does extra stuff. It's 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 a great flag pole, but ours is half mass We're the only ones who care right now. So there you go. Uh, a wake up song that Brett can uh, can use uh, and not look like a complete sissy to his boss. <laughs> Who thinks he's a sissy now, and that's not easy. Uh, give it to us good and strong. 585 and we'll scream it together and get Friday over with. It's 98KUPD. Uh,
1: Wake up! Our country is facing a major crisis. We need to find out what, what what's causing it. KUPD. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.
3: Get more.